Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash usedbookguy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today. Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode four of the Reselling Mindset Podcast. I'm Mike here with Johnny B. Today's topic is a very important one and kind of, you know, it's like current events kind of deal right here. So we're going to talk about plan B. You better have one. Um, I'm not talking about uh, the contraceptive. I'm talking about your business model and being able to pivot if, you know, one platform or for some reason, one front of your business just ends today ends tomorrow overnight without any warning it's a it's a near and dear topic so i'm gonna kind of give my little two cents here real quick recently restock limits have been a thing here for the past few months and uh i went from six thousand to three thousand and now uh, i went out sourcing this whole past week i had about 200 items to send in which was right about where i how much i could have send in for the week anyway because the limits and I woke up Friday and they cut my restock limits down another 200. So now I'm kind of sitting here with all this merchandise I scanned for FBA that I can't unfortunately send in because of restock limits. So you got to have a plan for those type of things. But that's kind of my recent uh, experience with it. And Johnny B is going to tell you his and it's uh, it's a lot more crazier than mine. Yeah, I mean, currently I'm at 1500 in active inventory and my... Restock limits are about a thousand and eighty something. So I need to sell five hundred something units before I can even break even. And then I need to sell like forty to fifty more to even send in a box. So I don't expect to send in anything until January when the restock limits just go away. Cause I, I imagine then they're gonna continue to cut, cut, and cut until the holidays roll around. So that's why I have my eBay store, because they don't care. There's no restock limits there. I can list as much, much as I want. And I've recently also been getting into Merch Fulfilled with some of my um, CDs and DVD inventory because I don't have the buy box there. So either they could sit there in January and I could send them in for a little bit more money on FBA, or I could sell them right now and kill two birds, get a little bit of my money back versus no money, and potentially get the buy box for DVDs and CDs. So that's what I'm currently working on is eBay and Merch Fulfilled. While I'm waiting for the Amazon gods every Monday to tell me what I can and cannot do, so so let's uh let's flip it over here. So say if uh, say if we were mainly eBay sellers, mm -hmm. um, what situation could we get ourselves into where we would wake up one day and basically we would have an email saying, "Hey, your eBay account is closed. You can't, uh, unfortunately, you can't sell on this website anymore." These things do happen and they do exist yeah. out there, no matter you know what size you are. You're more seasoned with eBay. So just give me like a kind of a rundown of how somebody could go about getting themselves completely banned off of eBay. I think you get banned. Okay, you can get a, a Vero. Basically, you're you're selling something you're not supposed to. They have a list of don't sell this on our platform things. Um, usually they give you a warning, but if you're a repeat offender, they can just go, you're gone. Um, other things, you could sell something counterfeit or a forgery thing. Uh, Amazon does the same thing. Um, that's another way to get your account banned. You can sell something in a higher grade, like a brand new item, but you bought that thing from Goodwill and shrink wrapped it yourself, claiming it was new. You're going to get caught at the end of the day. Um, and the other ways is to 
customers uh interaction there like not giving refunds or ebay's constantly coming down on you you, you need to give the customer the refund you said you would um I think these days they just take it if you don't act, but that'll hit your account and you do that over and over again. You get enough strikes, you're out of here. Um, those are the probably the bigger ways to get banned or the most prominent ways. And people like breaking the rules all the time because they think they can get away with it. Well, you can't. They're going to catch you. They have a full team to catch you. That's their job. So now... Um, this is just this is just randomness, right? I'm gonna throw this at you. So you've done nothing wrong. You wake up, your eBay or Amazon account is closed. Is this something that could possibly happen? Um, I mean, you could just you know they decide they don't want you no more, right? You know, they don't they don't they just decide they don't need all these sellers no more, and they decide to axe any seller they want for any reason. Um, it's something they could do. Absolutely. It's their company and their business. If they're like, no more booksellers, we're not selling books anymore on a platform. Totally could. Not a darn thing we could do about it. Um, usually they'll give some reason as to why, but at the end of the day, you can't sell your books anymore. So you have to move on elsewhere. So either you sell products on that same platform that you can sell, or you move your big book inventory in this subject matter to some other platform that'll take your books. Um, that would be the segue in the play to make. Well, option three is you quit, right? Which is yeah. what a lot of people would do. They they stomp up and down. Why? Why? This is such blah blah blah. I'm angry. I'm because I'm angry, and they quit. Forever. I think there's a good quit and a bad quit. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I think you hit it right on the head, right? I already knew the answer. It's they can, you know, it's like having a job. They can fire you any day for any reason, right? There's nothing you can do. You have to understand life ain't fair these platforms you're selling on their platform they can get rid of you whenever they want they can you know you see these social media platforms people being shadow banned or whatever it's they can do whatever they want to you because you are on their platform unfortunately if you don't like that you can start your own ebay uh you know maybe call it fleabay or you can start your own amazon right and uh and go that route. You can start your own Shopify website. There's different options, but you have to realize at the end of the day, you're playing in their house. You're living under their roof. You got to, you know, play by their rules. It's the same thing when you're growing up and your parents tell you, you got to do this, you got to do that. Their house, their rules until you move out. And then you can do whatever the heck you want. But until then, it's just, um, that's just the, the, the business we've chosen, right? This is the business path we've chosen. We want to resell. And unfortunately, these things do happen from time to time. But overall, you know, it's it's not going to happen, but you need to be ready. And that's the importance of today's topic is a plan B. You got to have one. Right. You can you can either, you know, go to another platform, change what you sell. If it's like category based or you can quit. And I mean, I guess we'll start with the, the first one. And the biggest one, in my opinion, is uh, an, another platform. So. You get it all the time, right? Oh, Amazon's better than eBay. eBay's better than Amazon. I don't want to do eBay. Well, I don't want to do Amazon. Personally, in my opinion, I'll shoot this over to you. It's uh, it's not a competition. You should use as many tools in your tool belt as you can. If it's something out there where you can make extra money in your business, sure, it might not be the fun, you know, the most funnest thing to do, you know, take pictures and list on eBay, but it's a necessary part of your business. And I think a lot of people get caught up on it's got to be Amazon or it's got to be eBay. When in reality, you should have them both going. It's not a competition. What's your what's your thoughts? 
No, I, I think the more diversification you have, diversification, if you're into stocks, that's totally a term there. But if you're not familiar, I'll break it down. Eggs in one basket. Everybody knows about eggs in baskets. If you want one egg, well, it may shatter if you set that basket down wrong. So you want as many eggs in that basket to account for the shattering uh, as you can. Um, I thought about even Etsy, doing stuff on Etsy or Aid Books or this, that, and the other. Um, I haven't justified it enough to pull the trigger on any of those things, but they are in the back of my mind all the time to, I need to be prepared for if eBay does something or Amazon does something that drastically affects my business. And I don't think people, I think people think differently and they really need to change their mindset. And I'm going to roll it back to what we were getting talked about eBay and Amazon can do whatever they want, whenever they want. And you, I see it on the forums and I see it when they make a change. Everybody stamps up and down, up and down, raging. Why? It's a waste of their time. They've already made the decision for you. Adjust and move forward. You're screaming and you're kicking around and you stomping off and holding your breath. You go, Blue's not going to do a darn thing about it. You, you need to have your plan B in preparation for that day may come. It may never come, but it may come. And if you're not prepared for it, well, you can get all angry, but at the end of the day, you you, you got to make a choice or move forward. People people take it for granted, I think, especially resellers, right? There never used to be 10 different platforms you could sell on like there is today, right? I mean, there's so many platforms out there that you could resell your goods on. Sure, they're, they're, all, you know, they're all not the biggest sites, but it's still somewhere, you know, you could have. I think I could out. sell books on Poshmark even, but. Uh, you could Depop, Poshmark, Etsy, Macari. Uh, Macari, you know, whatnot, like. There's so many platforms out there and people like Goodwill.com these days. They, they, yeah. Sign up for Goodwill and make, you know, 92 cents of every dollar you make. Is but I can not, still do it if I have enough volume. <laughs> I'm going to put my 92% of every dollar I make goes into my pocket. <laughs> but I think, I think resellers take, take it for granted that there's so many platforms and we get so closed minded on this one platform. And if this has to be the only thing we do, there's no other way when actuality, you got to kind of be spread out and be prepared for, you know, the, the comet to come and crash into the earth. And all of a sudden you don't have it. Right. So if uh, I think everybody has this mental checklist in their head of pros and cons, and they want to see the one with the most pros and that's all they get laser focused on or tunnel vision and everything else. Well, this has way more cons, but the pros are at the end of the day, more, more output for your inventory, especially if you're doing this for as a full-time reseller. If you're doing it part-time, it may not matter to you as much. But for a full-time person, it matters drastically. So yeah, I, I get more money out of Amazon. I know that. But there's only certain types of things I can send into Amazon. I can send everything into eBay, which is the big pros. So more money on Amazon, but a lot more volume can go on eBay and different product types even. Um but also Amazon offers um, FBM and the warehouse of FBA. I can send it in and get it out. So there are pros and cons of both platforms. Even with Etsy, you hear about Etsy's really, really high fees. But you know what? That caters to a certain audience. Like if I had decorative books, like I, I like to call them, those, um, you see them all the time. Those Reader Digest with those uh, ornate spines, they don't sell real well on, they definitely don't sell on Amazon. They say sell okay on eBay, but if I were to throw them up on Etsy, that's the platform those things would need to go. And that's why I've been considering Etsy because I find those stupid things all the time. Um, 
just just as a prime example of yes every platform has its pros and cons but you need to look at the bigger picture and see instead of going well that has too many cons okay how can i use the pro list to my advantage or know about the platform like i was just mentioning about those decorative books figuring those things out as business owners i think it's huge yeah i think uh another thing too is like you don't have to put 100 percent energy into all these platforms right so i'm primary i'm primarily focused on amazon it's 95 percent of my focus uh ebay exists i list one item every day just to say in the algorithm and i you know i make a thousand bucks a month off ebay i'm perfectly fine with that it's i don't need ebay to carry my business but it's uh it's basically you know uh, i got an extra deployable life raft in case the shark bites the one i'm sitting in right now i can literally just all right boom here we go we're hopping over to this one and this it wouldn't be a seamless transition but i understand how the platform works and i understand the ins and outs of it that's what i'm saying you don't have to your plan b doesn't have to be something you're actively investing a lot of time or energy into it just needs to be there for when the worst happens if it does ever happen so you can easily continue your business because you don't want to quit right you want to avoid quitting at all costs if it's something you enjoy doing you know some people are just in it for the money it's not really enjoyment so you know maybe quitting isn't a bad thing but if you want to continue you got to have another another option and for most of us you know it's ebay and amazon or amazon and ebay whatever way you're swinging whether you're 95 percent ebay 95 percent amazon that other one has to be there, have an account open, uh, maybe have a few things listed just so you understand how it works and your account's in good standing. So if the, one of them decides to kick you off the next day, you're all in on the other one and then you would build from there, right? So I can't sell on Amazon no more. So I'm selling on eBay and guess what? I'm loading up, you know, Mercari or Depop. And then that's going to be what eBay was, my backup one in case things go south on eBay. So you always got to have a plan ready. And like, like we were talking about, even within Amazon, even within the platforms, you got to have a backup plan, especially with Amazon, because they can say, hey, you can only send an X amount of items. So you got to you got to be ready to pivot right away within within the platform, which is crazy. But, you know, like you said, they can do what they want. They decide they don't want to sell books no more. And they ain't got it. Now, here's a perfect perspective for me. I started in eBay, right? I was doing no Amazon. So I was, and then I found your channel and I was looking for another place to diversify it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give Amazon a whirl, but I was waiting for the buy box for six months. So about 5% of my effort was going toward Amazon. 95% was going to eBay. I got the buy box. I got to enjoy it for one week before the restock limits hit, by the way, one week. So for that week, I was box, 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 and then eBay. Cause I got to do eBay every day. Right. So my priority shifted from like 5% to like, 45% for Amazon. So you, you got to account for that. There's certain things you got to do on a platform, even on eBay. You start off with 10 listings. You you got to prove to eBay to get more. So when you make that shift, it may that those building months or weeks or whatever, you got to account for that. So the sooner you get that open for you, the more options you have available for when that bad thing happens. Like everybody knows what happened this week on Amazon. If you don't, hit the news cycle. Yeah, so basically Amazon randomly selected certain accounts that said, hey, you can't sell books no more. And these, uh, there was no rhyme or reason for it, right? We had one member of the group that was affected by it. And uh, I kind of did some digging to try to figure it out. And everybody in, everybody that was affected was just 
it was randomness, right? There was no, hey, it's because of this, it's because of that. And unfortunately with Amazon, this happens pretty often for, you know, a platform that makes the money they do. It, the back end is just terrible with the software and the updates and the glitches and the nonsense. So basically, uh, you know, probably thousands of booksellers woke up with an email that said, you can't sell books no more because, you know, it's fourth quarter. So people are freaking out. And uh, all we could dig up was that there's no rhyme or reason. So it must be a glitch. Took Amazon basically 48 hours to respond and say, "Hey, we're looking into Our it." So that's crazy, right? Like, so, so, like, I can't imagine if I would have got that email, you know, what you do. But that's why that that's you know the whole point of this you know this podcast here is you got to have a plan B. So if that happens to me, guess what? Yeah, it's a glitch. But all my focus for those 48 hours that I can't sell books on Amazon because that's what it says, right? Sure, you can put in a ticket, but you shouldn't be banking on that. You should be thinking, okay, well, if this is how it's going to be, then this is what I need to do. And that's what you need to start doing immediately. If it comes back, if it's a glitch, anything like that, so be it. And in the example of the group, he could still sell CDs and DVDs. So we knew his, his, the account wasn't banned. It was just some kind of thing with the books that we weren't sure of. And uh, the thought process would have been, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to hustle harder for some CDs and DVDs and flood them with CDs and DVDs and you just pivot. So you can still stay within Amazon and then your books, they just go on eBay, right? It's just, you gotta, you gotta be thinking. That ahead. was exactly my plan. I was mad for about 60 seconds. Cause Hey, that affects my business, right? I'm mad. Cool. You can be mad, but not for very long. And exactly what I was going to do. I, I was, I was going to wait about a week or a month to see if it was final. And if it was final, all was going to happen is I have a division of, books going to ebay and books going to amazon all that happened is that amazon pile would be shifted to the right that's all that happened and exactly like you were saying more dvds and more cds cds for amazon so i guess uh i mean think about it let's try to think about it and it's kind of tough for us because we have backup plans so like if you don't have a backup plan i mean if, if i'm only selling on amazon and i get told i can't sell on amazon anymore like and I don't even have an eBay account. I don't even have another reselling platform account. I mean, you're looking at just for the volume sake, it's going to take you at least a month to be able to list as many items that you had on these other platforms. Um, it's it's just, it's it's. I can't even imagine. It's a huge headache. Johnny B's got a got a customer in, in his warehouse. He's, he's doing this from his warehouse. Um, so that's my landlord, actually. So uh, Uh-oh. It's the landlord. The rent doesn't do. I've already paid. <laughs> the, the, the warehouse landlords, he's got a bat. All you're going to see is floor. a bat swing across the screen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're always, this is about to get real crazy here, but uh, yeah, you need to have a plan. And I don't, I seriously can't think of like, you know, if I didn't have a plan, maybe it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's life experiences when you've been through like some crazy stuff, like you kind of always expect the worst or expect the unexpected and things can just, you know, go south real quick. If, and and it's not your fault. You know, what did what did the guy in the group do to deserve to get that email out? Any of us. He started his account. But he <laughs> started. Exactly. You've given up your account the moment you sign up for it. Just he, noodle on that for a little bit. It's like some random, some RNG number, just the lottery picked random numbers for account IDs and sent them out to that, right? There's no rhyme or reason for it. And it sucks, right? And your initial thought is, you know, to just quit, right? Quitting 
quitting's the easy way, but I think there's like a good quitting and a bad quitting as silly as that sounds. The bad quitting is like, you just quit because you're pissed off that you got done wrong. Right. That's like, you know, the biggest slap in the face, like you were saying, right. You only stay pissed for 60 seconds, but some people just shut down. Right. That's just, some people get so frustrated. They're like, Hey, I'm done with this. You know, there's, there's no other way I give up. And then gaming, we call that rage quitting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rage quitting. Right. And there's no, like, there's no seeing the next step. The possibilities are there. Like, Sure, it sucks. You got to move your inventory from Amazon to eBay, but there's still you can still make a have a profitable business doing that. There's no point in just giving up. Here's an exercise I want everybody listening or watching, whichever the case may be. If you're just a single platform seller, let's say you're an all Amazon person or all eBay or whatever, doesn't matter. I want you to take a piece of paper or you can type it up on Word if you want. You anti pen and paper people come up with 10 ways to, okay, I'm out of business here. Where can I be in business in 10 different places? How you work out how that would work. And then with that list, prioritize again with that pros and cons, because they all have their pros and cons of how can I adjust my business? Maybe I need to open three or four if that day were to ever come and then start implementing it. Cause like we said, building up eBay takes a little bit, building up Amazon takes a little bit. If you start now, when that hit comes, if it does, you're prepared. It will not affect your business. You'll be mad for those 60 seconds, but it will not affect your business. Yeah, and I think the good quitting is like maybe, you know, maybe you weren't getting the results you wanted to get or, you know, you're you're really not happy with what you're doing. Maybe something like like if your account gets shut down, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I don't always want to look at it in a negative mindset. Like, you know, some people aren't happy with what they're doing and some people aren't making any money. You know, we see it all the time when we're listing items, you know, people are selling things at a loss and they probably don't even realize they're selling it at a loss. And so maybe it's a blessing in disguise. So I wouldn't say quitting is always a bad thing. You just have to be comfortable with doing it. And be comfortable with the decision a month from now when you're sitting there and you're not reselling and you're perfectly fine with that, right? You don't have no regrets. You don't have any regrets when you make a decision about giving up on something. Right. And here's something else to think about. Um, Think of how the platform, I hate to say it, can screw you. And here's a perfect example, both Amazon and eBay. They're no longer offering media mail or the post office is no longer offering media mail. What's the adjustment that needs to be made? Because you need to make an adjustment. You're a media seller. How does that work? Well, probably means you you start selling things for list them a lot higher, first of all. Or you try to find what's as close to media mail now that media mail is gone. Because if you're just banking on media mail and it goes away one day, and it could. It, it could. Uncle Sam could be like, nah, it don't exist anymore. It's expensive, too. Media mail is going up a lot just this past year. Rates have gone, I think it was like, what was it, like 60 cents? Yeah, it went up 60 cents. We're like 349 base now. And then first class right now, I was getting away like 370, 380. It's at least four and a quarter now. Minimum yes. because of the holiday uptick. And every holiday, if you're unaware, the prices do go up in both media and uh, first class. All, all the mail classes actually go up. I think it's. Uh, I think that's a good way to look at it because I am, I'm a firm believer that some people out there rely on the media mail rates too heavily um with with their business especially with ebay just looking at some of the some of the listings i see out there and you can't control that right and there's no other media mail there's no other way you can ship something that cheap so it's like 
you know, if you need to have a plan B for even minor things like that, you know, what happens when uh, Amazon changes its its listing process right through Amazon Seller Central? It's a whole new thing you got to figure out. You can get a listing software. That's probably the smartest way to do it. Or you're going to have to completely figure out the new one. And you better believe the new one's not going to be as good as the old one because nothing ever is, no matter what you're talking about in life. The, the old ones are usually better, right? So, and that that's happened this year with on Amazon. The the whole workflow changed and the new one sucks. I got hit on eBay. They, they changed the whole way you do listings now. It's like for meant for cell phone people. I hate you people. Not really, but anyway. So I was doing 40 listings a day. I had to cut back to 30 because I was doing an additional three hours. I, I do a lot of detail with my old books on eBay. But because I was having to confirm everything I was typing in versus me just typing in and moving on to the next line on the item specifics, it, it, it affected me. I had to adjust for it. And unfortunately, the adjustment was me taking a step back. But now I figured out how to take a step forward. And so I'm probably going to go back up to my 40. But it took me a little bit of time. And I was unprepared for it. Completely caught me off guard. Yeah, I think you just hit it on the head too. It's all right if your pivot maybe slows you down for a while, right? It's perfectly fine because you're you're basically rebuilding your business or you're rebuilding a process in your business, um, not from nothing because that's the whole point, right? You want to have a plan written down or maybe some you know groundwork laid out so that you're not building from nothing, but you're building from the ground up. So it's going to take a little bit of time to get into it. So it's all right. You know, you can't expect if you get, you know, kicked off a platform that you're going to be making the same amount of money on a completely different platform right away. It takes time. The important part is to have that plan. So the transition is as smooth as it can be. And it just it just kind of flows. Right. You don't I guess the big thing is, you, you know, your mental health and your frustration when that happens. Right. Because you're going to be like Amazon banned me. I'd be so pissed off. Um Deb, Deb would have to, you know, talk me down, you know, every day for like, I'm sure forever. I'd be getting a phone call. <laughs> yeah. So like, you're going to be pissed off, but take that, take the anger and the stupidity of being banned for no reason or whatever reason it is. And roll that into the, into your, the other part of your business that you've been, you know, saving as a backup. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. Today's full episode and all previous episodes are available to all YouTube members along with the weekly Zoom call and private Discord. Head on over to youtube.com backslash the used book guy and consider joining for as little as $2.99 a month.